this song, huh? Crazy. Crazy throwback. That's by The Laws. Oh my gosh, that brings back such memories. Of what? Radio. Be even less Working specific. in radio. Just working in radio, remembering, hearing this, this song, and thinking, that's an interesting name of a, of a band. The Laws. And Laws as in L-A apostrophe S. Yeah. Laws. Crazy, right? Yeah, that is crazy. Thanks, Steve. Thanks for sharing. Oh, are we playing? Yeah. Oh, my God. What are we waiting for? Do we have a caller? Oh, my God. We have a caller and everything. Let's do it. Time to go to college. college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, the Big Zamboni. I want to see how smart you are. It is time to play. How are the two of you feeling about your chemistry today? Good. Good. Uh, You mean our chemistry between one another or chemistry as in the periodic table? I mean your knowledge on the periodic table. Bad. (laughs) Not good. We have got National Periodic Table Day today. Oh, my god! But hear me out, though. It's going to be, we've had, you know, going to have quizzes about dinosaurs. We've had quizzes about geography. Now we're going to chemistry and the periodic table. All of the answers in today's College of Pop Culture Knowledge will have an element in its name. So that's okay. the key. Okay, got so it. So it's not necessarily knowledge about the elements. It's just that every answer will have an element in its name, an element from the periodic table here on National Periodic Table Day. Okay. Wow. You guys got it? Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. 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 No. yeah. We've got Delane. We've got yeah. Delane on the line to play along with us. Delane. Hey, Delane. Hi. Cool name. Guys? We're doing great. Delane, spell your name if you could. Um, it's D E capital L A I N E. Wow. I you, love it. I bet you weren't Delane B in school. I bet you were the only Delane. I sure was. And my mom claims she made up my name. D-E is from Debbie. Her name, L-A-I-N-E, is from my dad's name, Blaine. Wow. Oh, that's so sweet. That we is. should do that more. They may have really made that name up. Yeah. I. But when I was about eight years old, I begged her to change it to Danielle because nobody could pronounce it, you know. So. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> You've spent your whole life spelling that to operators yeah. on the phone and, and yeah. all of that. That's, that's awesome. Um, do you mind if I guess your age based on the sound of your voice? <laughs> Ooh, sure. This will be fun. <clears throat> so, um, just on the few things I've heard you say, I think Delane, you are 37 years old. Ooh, I'm 35. Not just too bad. Up. Pretty close. Okay. Pretty close. Delane, All halfway right. to 70. <laughs> Let's go. Hey, today's topic is something nerdy about the periodic table of elements and how they spill into pop culture and stuff like that. Mike, would you rephrase that in any way? Uh, it's the it's National Periodic Table Day today. All of the answers in today's College of Pop Culture Knowledge will have an element in its answer. Okay, so with that, would you like to go with Donna, who just let out a guttural sigh, <laughs> or uh, Stevie Boy? I was going to go with you, Steve. I'm waiting for a but. I know, me too. <laughs> Are you going to really go with me? Yes. Wonderful. Okay. You. okay. I'll be back. All right, Donna. Bye. All right. Go get us some you're going to be bars. going on hold, and you're going to be hanging around in case someone uh, Steve needs your help. Okay. Is Donna, she... look all these shirtless pictures I have of Chris uh, Evans on my phone right now, or on my <laughs> computer. Oh, bye. 
Wow. Oh, no. That's real? Wow. Yeah, don't objectify. Yeah. All right. We're ready now. All right. Let's play again. College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Today it is a National Periodic Table Day. All of the answers will have an element in their names. You ready to give it a roll? I'm ready. Let's see how it goes. We'll start off with this first one. Geezer Butler of Black <laughs> Sabbath, which is a real name, claims that there is no connection between this top-charting hit for the group and the Marvel superhero. Pass. Rami Malek won an Oscar for playing this rock and roll frontman. Oh, okay. The first one is Iron Man. Say Ro- the, Rami, the one. Rami Malek won an Oscar for playing this rock and roll frontman. Freddie Mercury. Cary Grant starred in the 1944 film version of this hugely successful Broadway play about joining a murderous family. Okay, so this has, the think elements here. Say it again. Cary Grant started, starred in this 1944 film version of a highly successful Broadway play about joining a murderous family. Not Cat on a Hot Tin Roof. Um, I don't know. All right. Going to bring Delane back up here. Delane, I think you felt pretty good, uh, it sounds like, uh, with Iron Man and Freddie Mercury. How'd you feel about those first two answers? Um, yes. Okay, and the final one. Cary Grant starred in the 1944 film version of this hugely successful Broadway play about joining a murderous family. Any yeah, idea? I have no idea. No okay. idea on that one? Okay. Sorry. I feel like we're going to do okay, though. Anyway, let's get Donna yeah. back in here. Hey, yeah. Donna, come on in. Hey, Donna. back on here. Or back on hold. Donna! All right. She's just... Sorry. You need suspenders. <laughs> Donna. Somebody needs suspenders. We did have a big talk about suspenders and belts earlier today. Yes, we did. Grant could use suspenders right now. His pants, Falling the pockets down? of his jeans are like, what do you call these? Quads? No, these are quads. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hamstrings. Yeah. Yeah, his pockets of his jeans are... I'm like, what is up with your pants? He's like, I just walked upstairs. Is he busting a sack right now? Yeah. <laughs> Do you think Well, his shirt it- is long, so... But... He looked ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, don't tell him I said that. Okay, here we go. All right, are you ready to... Not really. How'd you guys world? do? Not good. We did, no, I think we got two out of three. Okay. If you get three out of three, you're winning this for sure. Stop but I think it. it's a little tricky, All the right. third one. All right, here we go. Let's get it started with this one. Try not to laugh at this fella's name. Okay. Geezer Butler of Black Sabbath <laughs> says there is no connection between this top-charting hit for, from the group and the Marvel superhero. Oh, dear God. Black Sabbath, top-charting hit. <sighs> I am Iron Man. Iron Man. Rami Malek won an Oscar for playing this rock and roll frontman. That is uh, Queen's um, Freddie Mercury. Mercury. Cary Grant starred in the 1944 film version of this hugely successful Broadway play about joining a murderous family. Uh, Cat on a hot tin roof? Anything you'd like repeated? (sighs) No. Okay. That's not right. Did you shout anybody out? Um, That's what I said. All my sisters. That is actually exactly what Steve said. You for did? That final yeah, one. on a hot tin roof. Yeah. You did. Tin, That's funny. Aluminum. All right. Shoot. Let's run through these answers. Geezer Butler, uh, who wrote the song. That's not his name. Isn't it? I don't know. Yeah, it is. Uh, of Black Sabbath, they said there's no connection between this top charting hit for the group and the Marvel superhero I am Iron Man. Yeah! Iron Man, the correct answer. Nicely done. Steve got got that. that. Oh, yeah. Or did Delane get that? Steve got it. I got it. I know Black Sabbath and I know Marvel movies. Back up, bruh. 
You yeah. back up, Brett. Even though Iron Man was created uh, seven years earlier than the song, uh, apparently they had nothing to do with each other. Okay. It was originally Iron Bloke when... Uh, when uh, I am Iron Bloke. That's what it was when Ozzy Osbourne <laughs> came up with the concept of the song, and then they changed it to Iron Man. Uh, Rami Malek won an Oscar for playing this rock and roll frontman. Of course, Queen lead singer Fred Mercury. Nicely right. done. We've Woo! got Iron. We've got Mercury. We're moving on to our next element. Cary Grant starred in this 1944 film version of this hugely successful Broadway play about joining a murderous family. Murderous family. Okay, so we weren't right. You were both wrong. Okay. Can not... you give us the element and we can try to guess the title? If I gave you the element, you would know the title. All right, give us another hint It is then. The, a very obscure element that only is really usually associated uh, with this. I will say oh. the hint is rat poisoning. <laughs> Oh, arsenic and old lace. There you go. Arsenic and old lace. The correct answer uh, to that final one. Nobody got it. That means we're going to a tiebreaker. Ah! Delane, you're going to be joining us for it. All right. All right. You guys know how tiebreakers work. I'm going to start reading this question. At any point, you think you know the answer. Yell at your name. Give me the answer. If you're right, you win. If you're wrong, your opponent gets to hear the remainder of the question. Are the three of you ready for this tiebreaker? Yes. Ready. Again, there's going to be an, an element be the answer here we go for demi lovato it was followed with lights just one light for blake shelton for john mayer and chris young it was all by itself it described a moon for brooks and dunn donna neon (laughs) neon is the correct answer donna got it Wow. Neon. Okay. The group where it precedes trees, they had a hit song Animals, and the museum for it is found in Las Vegas, Nevada. Neon. The correct answer. That was I needed fun. John Mayer in there. Yeah, right. I did. I yeah. had that. Did in you there. say John oh, Mayer? Oh, I, I missed that. I said for Demi Lovato, it was followed by lights. Just one light for Blake Shelton. For John Mayer and Chris Young, it was all by itself because their songs Ooh. were just neon. Yeah, so there you go. Dang, Woo! good job. Good job, Donna. Good so, job, Mike. I'm sorry, Delane. That's okay. You That's c- call right. back tomorrow. Okay. And pick me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. I should have done that. Oh, wow. Hey, Delane. <laughs> Just kidding. All right. Sorry. All right. Have a good rest of your day. You guys, too. Thank you so much. Bye, Delane. Thank you. Back up to 14 to 12 now. Two-point lead again oh, for Donna. Okay, good, good, good. I needed that so bad. You needed it, Queen. I did. You and got it. we're running so late We got to right go. Now. When we come back, Donna does a dinosaur quiz. No. Don't miss it. Next. Hey, it's Rocco for MNFatLoss.com. Weighed in this morning. That's right. I'm still right where I was when I lost about 25, 30 pounds March, April, May of last year. That's when I went on the MNFatLoss.com weight loss program. I watched basically a pound of fat a day come off my body, and it was pretty amazing. And then when I got done with that reduction phase, I kind of went into the maintenance phase where I continued to eat foods I like and watch those pounds stay off. I basically learned to eat the right way thanks to the time-tested methods of mnfatloss.com. You don't need to eat prepackaged foods. You don't need to go on a starvation diet. You don't need to try some weird weight loss drug that you don't know the side effects of where after the drug goes away, the hunger comes back. No, teach yourself to eat better and watch those pounds come off and stay off with mnfatloss.com. Mention my name, Rocco, and you can get $200 off.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi. Hi. What's that? Donna and Steve on My Talk 107.1, where talk is fun. We have a study. This is informal. I'm going to study. Sometimes we do segments that we know are better for television, <laughs> but we do them on radio anyway because, frankly, we want to. And because we believe in the imagination of the listener. Okay. Ain't that right? The, this is one of those days. Oh, it smells nice in here. Thank you. Did you just spray? I sure did, Steve. Nice. Because you told me I smelled like an old closet. Okay. <laughs> well, that did happen. I and- feel like context. There, here. It was here was the context. To, Steve was standing right next to me, and then he goes, "You smell like an old closet." Did I say it? Maybe I think I meant it. It smells, smells like, like an old closet over there, and your side of the room smells closetish. All right. Like, so I'm going to test my knowledge of dinosaurs. So right Mike now. sent through a bunch of uh, individual images, so we know you can't see them, but just play along and enjoy anyway. We're going to watch somebody grow. Do you want me to turn the volume down while Mike says what the actual, so that the listener That's knows? That's a nice That's idea, a idea, Donna. Yes. Great idea. Okay, let's both turn our head. You just give me a thumbs up after you say the first one right, is going to be the top We're going to start with image left. zero. Image Mike. zero, yes. Okay, so no okay. Donna, is your volume fully down right now? Yep. Okay. All right, see if your volume's down. Okay, you can't hear as well. The first image is a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Okay, all right. Now we can come back on. You all, okay. the listeners, good idea, Donna. Thank you. Uh, you know what it's we're like looking at. It's like the password at. is. Yeah, very much so. <laughs> okay, so the first guy that I'm looking at, wow, he's got some prominent um, dew claws, and he has very short arms, which leads me to believe that this is a T-Rex. That's exactly right, yeah! Donna. Nicely Woo! done. One for one, right, Mike. Right. Maybe we got, we got something here. I am closing my uh, headphones. Right, again. We will let you know. Go ahead. This next dinosaur is a Velociraptor. Okay. okay. All right. Now we can come back. Here. All right. All so right. I'm going to the next guy, which is, oh, is he funny? Look. What? What is that? Now, which, did you go to image one or image two, Doug? It should be image one right now, so what is what you should see. Image one. Image one. This one you can look. It's it's like a yes, toy. Yes, that's what I'm on. It's a toy. Okay. Oh, all right. Why does he have blue on him? Okay, so this guy There's a hint for people who has, along at home. All right, so these are very large arthritic hands, <laughs> and the feet have very thick claw-like nails. Oh, and Bro's got a bunion too, though. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I I don't even know names of dinosaurs. Like, I'm just gonna say a name that I know. Okay. 
Unless you give me a list of names. No, just give us the name that you know. I will say they found most of these uh, remains near Toronto. Okay. That is... Good hint, Mike. Thank you. Good hint. A Tyrannosaurus? Oh, okay, because it would be from Toronto. Toronto. No. Hang on one second. Yeah. <laughs> Incorrect. <laughs> yes! That will sustain me. Right. Not on a Tyrannosaurus. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead, Steve. Um, I believe that that is a Velociraptor. Oh. The Toronto Raptors basketball team. Oh, I did and that one's blue because he's actually a character in the movie uh, Jurassic World. He's oh. one that Chris Pratt interacts with and is friends with and like, has helped raise. All right, turn it down. All, All right, right. turning oh, down. Hold on, hold on. Wait, wait. And, okay, it's not down yet. It's not down. Okay. This is the Triceraptus, a.k.a. Triceratops. Okay, now this is good. I'm turning down, too, because I'm not necessarily an expert here, so maybe there's some that I couldn't get. Donna, mm-hmm. we'll go to image two now. Image two. Um, okay, so this is a guy with the two horns on his head, right? And he's kind of yes. got a fan. Yeah, they call, that a, they call that a frill. A frill. I recently learned. Okay, so uh, he's kind of got a can opener looking mouth. <laughs> and uh, um, I don't want to... S- s- he kind of looks similar to a Triceratops, but that one only has one horn. So I'm going to say this is a... Triceratops. Maybe this is. Why is he called a triceratops? Why three? Hmm. Try. I don't know names of dinosaurs. I don't know. I'm going to say that's a prehistoric. Um. Osaurus. Hippopotamus. Hippopotamus. <laughs> Donna, I believe the answer we were looking for was Triceratops. Triceratops. Yes, that is a Triceratops. Oh, right I thought there. he only had one horn. No, he has nope. three. Try. Try. That's, that's why, why I was... he has three. You were so close. And I said try. Uh-huh. Uh, why? Why did we not jump in and save you? <sighs> that's a triceratops. They have three horns. Triceratops. You sure? Because the one that a listener sent me that's in our room right now that's gold has one horn. Okay. We got right. to pick up the pace a little bit here. All right, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Right, right, here right, we go. Turn down. Your next oh, one. Oh, sorry. Turn wait, hold on. This is a Spinosaurus. Go ahead. This is a tough one. Okay. I don't think I know this one. Image three we're looking at now, Donna. That is a brontosaurus. I do not think that's a brontosaurus. No. It's disgusting. <laughs> it is. I mean, it's like an neck. alligator sort of the, a head. Going forward, and just to give you some hints, usually you can look at the creature and kind of, you know, like the Triceratops, Triceratops. This one has something <laughs> going on where on his body? On his back. On his back or his Spinosaurus. Yes, this is a Spinosaurus. What? Spinosaurus. Look at his big spine. We're learning things today. You're going to just nail this quiz next time, like the geography quiz. Now we go to number four. Now go to number four and see what that is. Here we go. Turn down. Go ahead, Mike. That is either a Brontosaurus or a Brachiosaurus, but uh, either one will be acceptable. All right. Let's see if Donna can figure out image number four. All right. I got to pick up the pace here. Which is technically our fifth dinosaur of the day. We started at zero. Oh, wait. Uh, that is image four. Okay, so this guy's got a lot of stuff going on on his back. Nope, we're talking about the really, really big uh, image four. Image four. Uh, image long, long number neck. Four. Oh, they, oh, I thought it was the same one. There we go. That guy. Wait, that's the one I was just looking at. Oh, oh. really? So you were actually right. Oh, you were oh, right. That then. is a brontosaurus. Okay. Done. Oh, Donna. so let's go to the guy with all the things on his back. 
Okay, uh, so that's the... Image five. Image five, here we go. Uh, does everybody know what mm-hmm. it is? I believe I know what this okay, is. Okay, so this is a fan. He's got, like, lots of pointy spine things on him. This is one of the big dogs. This is guys. an... He's got elephant-like feet. That is... Give me a hint. Stay. 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 Oh, say it again. Stayosaurus. Nailed it. Stay. Gosaurus. Stagosaurus. We can catch the other four quickly on the other side. All right. Thank Do we you. have to? Yes. This is. You're awesome. doing great, Donna. <laughs> Thanks. Man. Everybody's learning. You're teaching a generation. Fine. We'll come back. It's Don and Steve on my talk. It is Rocco for Crescent Tide Cremation Services, where they like to say they keep things simple, transparent, and affordable. When I say they, I'm talking about Lisa and Verlin and their team. It's a husband, wife, family-run business right here in St. Paul. They used to be in the full-service funeral business, and they one day decided, you know what, it just seems like so many people these days, they don't want this whole big, stuffy funeral home type situation. They want a simple cremation for their loved one and then they want to go celebrate that loved one in a way that is relevant to them. So they pivoted to simple cremation and if you look at their Google reviews, you'll see that uh, it is something they do very well. When a family calls with a death in the family, Lisa and Verlin and their team take care of things in a prompt, courteous, sympathetic manner and at the best price around. A simple, customizable cremation start at just $1,000. Look at those Google reviews. Think about maybe doing a pre-plan and a pre-pay like my mom did for us kids. Check them out today, crescenttide.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Alright, listen you guys. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to get any more of these dinosaurs. I, d- I don't know. I've never seen these in my life. Can we just do the next one, please? Okay, so Which the, image number, number eight. Like? Image number six. six. Image number six. Yep. Hold on, I gotta find it. Six. Wait. Okay, so uh, this I feel like is a trick question. Wait a second. I can't get it. Donna, it's the one that you were looking at during the commercial break that you said looks like me when I have a furrowed brow. <laughs> oh, the bird. Yeah. Yeah. That is a. That is the dodo. I feel like that is a modern day bird. That is the stone-billed stork. Yes, that is an actual bird that exists right now in real life. Lord. There are videos on TikTok of people encountering this bird, like on beaches. (laughs) I kid you not, you better be wearing a brown swimsuit. It looks very angry. Oh, and its bill looks huge, and they walk around like, what are you doing here? 
What is he called Very again, upset. Mike? Uh, Stone Build Stork. Stone Build? Yep. I'm the right stork. One. Stone Build Stork. It's a stork. Technically. That's a stork. Meet the, not the shoe oh, bill, Lord. the stone bill. Mm-hmm, I believe, yeah. I only see shoe bills. Oh, okay, maybe shoe, shoe bill. Then. Shoe Sorry, bill. you are yeah. correct. Shoe oh, bill. I've seen these guys. Don't they make a clucky noise? Before they devour so, small children. <laughs> I kind of love him. You would, you Look at psycho. Him. Look at him. He's, I'm looking at him. He's horrifying he's, looking. Looks like he's up to no good. This Talk about resting bee face. This guy <laughs> looks like he hasn't had a good thing go his way in years. A guy just threw a fish at him. And now he's slowly manipulating his way over there. Horrifying. Oh, my that gosh. wild. Anyway, that was fun. Not. <laughs> now, let's play another game. Okay. Time to play. Ooh, voice. Is it? Anyway, it's game day, huh? Your host. Zamboni. Uh, since, yeah, 11 o'clock. It's been nothing but games nonstop. And we're going to continue as we're playing uh, whose voice is it anyway? You know how right. it goes. We've got celebrity voices out of context. You two will bid back and forth, name that tune, Sal, to see who can name the voice. And if you can, you get a point. If you can't, your opponent gets the point. It's how it works, just like name that tune. Today, we've got a theme of Super Bowl. Okay. okay. What okay. this means is okay. these are all celebrities or people that in one way or another have been associated with with the Super Bowl. Okay. They may, they may have sung. They may have, heck, they may have played. They may have been in a commercial. They may have done anything, but they have something to do with the Super Bowl. And that is what we are doing today for Whose Voice Is It Anyway? I'm flipping a coin. Somebody call in the air. Heads. It is indeed heads. All right. So you're going to get to start the bidding on the first one. Okay. So again, Super Bowl is our overall theme. Our clue for voice number one, known for a record number of diamonds. Known for a record mm. number of diamonds. Diamonds. Okay, okay. That's your clue. You start, Steve. Steve, you start the bidding. <sighs> I can name that voice in seven seconds. And I think I can name it in six seconds. Name that voice. All right. All right. Woo. To start things off, Donna's going to have six seconds to name our first voice again. All these people in one way or another have something to do with the Super Bowl. And our first voice is known for a record number of of diamonds. Okay. Donna, you got six seconds. How are you feeling? Not great. All right. Well, <laughs> let's see how you feel after you hear this one. Donna Valentine, name this voice. I'd like to find this person again to see if, if it was something that's always that way. And if it is, I want to know why. Hmm. Mm. Okay. 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 Maybe it's a baseball player. I don't know. I'm going to say that that voice is the voice of John Mayer. All right. If it is the baseball player known as John Mayer, <laughs> we have got a first point going over to the way of Donna Valentine. Otherwise, points going to Steve. Is that John Mayer? It is not. Okay. I don't think I have a guess. Known for a record number of diamonds. Could Let's hear, hear the voice time. again. I'd just like to find this person again to see if if it was something that's always that way and if it is i want to know why you know i'm going to take a guess here i don't think i'm right but i'm going to say quincy jones is that quincy jones it's not point's still going to go to steve uh donna let's just say i got a little smile on my face when you got the the vote on this one because i was like well she's gonna 
Uh, wait, this one. Garth Brooks? That's Garth Brooks. Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. That is Garth Brooks. Diamond albums, right? Yes. He has the record for most diamond albums, wow. uh, which is a hundred mil or ten million copies sold, and uh, he's got nine of those albums. Here he is again. I'd just like to find this person again to see if if it was something that's always that way. And that first point's going to go to Steve All as right, Donna's not able Happy to... Happy birthday, guard. Yes. I honestly had my heart oh. skip a beat because I traded this last night, and all of a sudden... 10 o'clock rolls around. You guys are talking about the Garth Brooks performance at the Super Bowl that almost yeah. didn't happen. That's, oh, what I was, wow. that's what I was alluding to here. So yeah. he did end up singing the anthem for that Super Bowl. Uh, but uh, there's a little controversy around it. Sure. All right, we move on to voice number two. If Steve gets this one, Donna's going to have to go for the quick bonus clue to try to tie it up. Otherwise, we're going, uh, we'll see how it goes. Uh, Super Bowl again. Something to do with the Super Bowl. All right, your clue for this second voice. And Donna, you're going to start the bidding. Okay. Foreign-born original member of an elite group. Foreign-born original member of an elite group is your clue for our second voice. Mm. Again, it's not supposed to give it away. It's just supposed to give you maybe on the scent of it. Okay. We're looking for someone associated with the Super Bowl that is a foreign-born original member of an elite group. Original member. Original member. Mm. Of an elite group. Mm -hmm. I can Mm. name that voice in Mm. seven seconds. I can name that voice in six seconds. Shoot. I can name that voice in five seconds. Name that voice, All Donna right. Valentine. I love All it. All right. Woo! Steve's going to uh, force Donna to do some naming of the voices today. She couldn't get the first one to Garth Brooks. She's moving on to the second one. Again, foreign-born original member of an elite group and has something to do with the Super Bowl. Are you ready to give this second voice a try, Donna? Sure. All right. We've got five seconds. Go ahead and name what? Why'd you give me that look? I don't know. Oh, okay. I, I thought five, I was naming right? it in six. I don't know. Yeah, it's, yeah sure. Uh, five. Five works. I thought it was six, and then you went down to... Uh, yeah. I yeah. started seven, yeah, you then you five. went six, and I went five. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right, five <laughs> seconds. Go ahead and name this voice. Um, but he was a wonderful literate man. He knew all about theater, and he read books and plays, and he counted them on... Dang. That's a foreign-born, huh? Mm-hmm. All right, so I'm going to guess Canadian on this one, and I'm going to say that that is an EGOTS winner. Oh, my. Okay. By the name of... The name of this person happens to be... <laughs> Are you making a person up right now? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the Canadian EGOT winner that you're... The Canadian EGOT winner known as... Mm, Spinosaurus. <laughs> that's not a thing. Um, group. What kind of group? Uh, that is Brian Cranston. If that's Brian Cranston, you are getting a point, and we are tied up 2-2, heading to our decisive final voice. If not, you're going to have to get that bonus voice. Is that Brian Cranston? It is not. Steve, do you have any idea on that one? <laughs> no. I really Huey Lewis? Here we go. Let's listen to it again. Nope, not Huey Lewis. Wonderful literate man. He knew all about theater and he read books and plays and he counted among his friends Lauren Bacall. Lauren Bacall. That voice, who is a foreign born original member of an elite group. That elite group is the group of comedians that have graced the stage of SNL. He was in the original Chevy Chase. Nope. Oh, shoot. He's Canadian. You got that part right. Okay. Uh, Dan Aykroyd. 
From the Blues Brothers, who performed a Super Bowl halftime show. That is Dan Aykroyd. Wow. Let's hear Dan Aykroyd again. They did a Super Bowl halftime show. Dan Aykroyd did. Let's hear uh, this voice again. Man, he knew all about theater, and he read books and plays, and he counted among his friends Lauren. Dan Aykroyd. I love his voice. Yeah, and he's actually reminiscing there about John Belushi. But uh, there you go. Dan Aykroyd was our second voice. Oh, no. So far, two points heading the way of Steve as Don was not able to correctly name either of those voices. But that's okay. You can still get the bonus voice right. Okay. I wouldn't have gotten either of them. So this is really, the strategy has worked out well of me letting you name the voice so far. Garth Brooks was a miss. Dan Aykroyd was a miss. Again, we're talking about people somewhere or another associated with the Super Bowl. We move on to this voice. And again, this is our bonus voice. It's going to be a quick little clip. If you can name it, Donna, it's going to be tied 2-2, and we'll head to our final voice. If you missed this, Steve's going to be our winner today. By the way, the uh, score for uh, whose voice is anyway, Donna has a 3-2 lead this year. So this is an opportunity to tie it up overall for you, Steve. Let's find out, though. Donna, this final voice, your clue, is seven Emmys and a Grammy. Okay. Seven Emmys and a Grammy. Okay. You have got this bonus clue. Are you ready? No. Listen very, very closely. Here is your bonus voice. They're having such a good time. I... That's Meryl Streep. If that is Meryl Streep, we are heading to our final voice to decide it all. If it's anybody else on the entire planet, Steve's going to be our winner today. Is that Meryl Streep? No. Not a correct answer today. Steve, you're going to be our winner. Could you have gotten that? I don't think I could have. Let's hear her again. We are having such a good time. I cannot. Oh, there's such. It's in that we are having. Oh, man. Such a beloved. Oh, Catherine O'Hara. Seven time Emmy winner. Play it one more time. And a Grammy winner. I think if you looked up beloved in the dictionary, you would see this woman. Julia Roberts. Betty White. Having such a good time. I cannot. Betty White. It's bonus. It's supposed to be tough to get with that short little clip. But that right there is Betty White. Having such a good time. Yes. And of course, she was on one of the more funny Super Bowl commercials of all time when she... Oh, the Snickers? Needed a Snickers and somebody (laughs) sacked Betty White. Yes. That was good. Oh, good game. Uh, Yeah. Quickly, you want to do a tiebreaker? Yes. Yes. Or what would have been the final voice if it came down to it. This is a Emmy, Golden Globe, Grammy winner. So an Emmy winner, a Golden Globe winner, and a Grammy winner winner and an oscar nominee so a little bit of everything emmy golden globe emmy golden globe and grammy winner Emmy winner. plus an oscar nominee nominee. here is this final voice because that's always tricky um and really like helped us to learn so that we could grow and start our own businesses because we're all little tiny oh oh, that's queen latifah that is queen latifah saying america the beautiful back in 2014 during the super bowl steve's a winner today it's all right. up at three apiece. Ooh, nice ooh. performance, Donna. Thanks a lot, man. I really <laughs> nothing gave to it hang my your own. head about. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. All right, we gotta go. When we come back, did I put something there? I closed everything. You put it. something about Argyle. Oh yeah, I did this little little uh, um, mind blowing stat about Apple. So Apple had Argyle the movie, two hundred million dollar budget, bombed. Right. But then somebody put the money that they lost into perspective. It's an Apple stat that you'll hear after the break and you'll probably never forget. That when we come back, Don and Steve on my talk. Final stretch of the Donna and Steve show on my talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Steve, I don't know if you saw this, but uh, you're about to talk about Argyle and what a bomb it was. Mr. Michael Zamboni. 
That's me. Saw the movie. I did. How many honks would you give it? Opening night, I would give it a honk. Oh, oh no! Out of a out of an optional out of honk, a honk, honk 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 five honks. <laughs> I would give it a honk. Oh, half a honk? Half Not a, good. No, I'll give it a honk. One full honk. I'll give it one full honk. It, Stop! I loved like fifty percent of the movie. Like literally, fifty percent of it was really fun. They did a really good job with it. They just then kept doing twists and turns and twists and turns and. You can yes. only pee on someone's leg so many times and tell them it's raining before it's like, okay, I'm sick of this now. It just let the movie end. It was way too long, okay. drawn on way too long, and it just wasn't... It. I'm, people are telling me if you just took it as a spoof spy th- type of a movie, you were going to really enjoy it, and I kind of took it that way, and I still didn't really enjoy it. So Okay, this. so here's what my brother said. Yeah. Ridiculous fun. Original story, terrific soundtrack, and some of the editing is fun. Figure that one out. Yeah. <laughs> that is what he said. Yeah. Very beautiful. I mean, Matthew Vaughn, uh, you know, did The Kingsman and does a lot of very beautiful shots. There's, there's a couple scenes in this movie that I loved and I was like, wow, if they could have just found a way to make the movie around these types of really cool cinematic scenes and just fun. But I don't know. It was just too much. What's it about? It's about. so. Oh, Ellie, oh that's right. Yeah, Ellie Conway is a novelist and uh, she finds herself in a uh, true crime story. She's written all these books and she's a well-known author. And then okay. you learn a little bit more about her and then more and then more and then more. And the more and the more, and then it twists around and around and around and around, and then you come out of the end and like, wow, that just happened. Yeah, I'm gonna wait for the video. Yeah, the VHS to come out. (laughs) Okay. I need to do math for a second. All right. Can you guys continue? In the hall. Yeah, just hang on a second. What does that mean? I don't know what that means. You have to do math. He's running out in the hall. What does that even mean? It's where he keeps his abacus. I think he's just talking on the phone to some random person. Anyway, okay. Um, so yeah, too much. It's fun, but just not. I don't know. It's too not long. your. Yeah, they could have made it an hour and a half and be that fun, and it would have been better. But it was two hours and twenty minutes. Not too long. Two hours and twenty minutes for just kind of a fun little ride. I don't know. It was too much. I for hear me. you, Steve. What is what kind of math are you talking about? This is this is going to be crazy math. That Why does I, it I just have to be private? Right because. Because I didn't want to spoil it. I'm going to make it public, but it needed to be private first. Nobody could see what you're doing on your calculator. I know, but I wanted to speak it into existence. I talked to Siri. I see. All right. What'd Apple Studios. Apple put out Argyle. $200 million budget. It made like, whatever, $15 million or something. And it's opening weekend, $35 million globally. Not a great start. But there was this write-up uh, that... Let's see here on a variety. It said after Argyle bombs, can Apple keep spending $200 million on big screen gambles? One thing leads to another. I'm going to ask you this question, Donna. And I just got it wrong. Quite wrong. You got something else wrong that I'm a little concerned about, but we'll get to that in a moment. How much money do you think Apple, the company, Mm -hmm. generates a day? Oh, Every day. I want Mike to guess that first. No, 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 Donna. I want you to guess it first. Each day? Every day. How much money would you say Apple generates in revenue? $30 million. $30 million? Mike, do you have a guess? I'd go north of $286 million of revenue a day. Okay, so when I first read this stat, I read, hey, Apple spent $200 million. Can they afford to do this? But then there was an article that said they generate 
over $156 million a day, every day. So, like, give them two days and they will have generated enough revenue. I win, you win over. It's true. (laughs) But hang on, because he didn't. It was a misprint. Oh. Apple's generated revenue daily is over $1 billion. Oh, my. And this is according to the fact that, uh, according to Statista, Apple's total net sales amounted to 383 billion US dollars in 2023. So, if that is true, first of all, I thought, okay, CNBC says it too. 383 billion. So, the answer to the question, can Apple continue to afford making box office flops? They sure can. The answer gang. is yes. <laughs> they okay. sure can. Because according to Kunbaka CNBC, they recorded $383 billion in revenue. Now, only $97 billion in net income, but still, that comes out to about, what, $300 million a day of just profit income? Point is, they're okay. Okay. More Argyles to come. What did I screw up earlier? So, Steve likes to steal my phone. And send, like, terrible replies to people. Oh, crap. Did I send that to the right person? I don't know who you sent it to, but I don't see it here. Oh, no. I, I sent it to Christy. It's not, it's not here, showing up. toss your up. phone to me. Toss your phone to me. Let me explain to the class what happened. Okay. This you, is relatable. All right. Yeah, take... Um, I started to reply to her. Okay. So, we have a salesperson who said, hey, can we catch up? I'm here in the office. Stop by so we can catch up. So Steve takes my phone and he starts talking. It's in there somewhere. Yeah, it said, yeah, can can we come catch up after your show? Come to my desk. And Steve's like, okay, I'm speaking for all talent. We hate this. No, I said said actually all humans. This is garbage. We don't want these vague power play text messages. We want you to specify what it is that you would like to speak to us about. We want to know that the specific nature. We're not looking for any generic topics. And frankly, we'd also like to know ahead of time, is this a net positive or net negative update that you're looking for or that you want to give me? We want to know all of these things. I sent her that message via voice. It's in there. It's it's there somewhere because, you know, you can send the voice, not voice to text where it takes your voice and turns it into text. On the, bo- on the left-hand side, you can hit your other options, the plus sign, and then you can choose audio. Yeah. Once you choose it, it's recording. And I think I, it's still recording. I've started doing it. I hope so. She'll get the message. Uh, <laughs> if it's not appearing, that means she's listened to it and then chose not to keep it, and it's gone. Okay. Oh, but she did okay. hear she it. Yes. Away. But yeah. yeah. And the thing to be careful with is once you do an audio message like that, down in your text bar on that specific text message, that those red lines are there. They're ready for you to do another one. They make it easier. But you can accidentally end up recording something that you don't want to. But it's a great way when you don't want to talk to somebody on the phone, but you know that the text won't convey the appropriate right. tone. Tone. Okay. Then you can use that. Okay. I'm doing it with a few friends. It works pretty well. Okay. It's weird that she didn't reply, though. That means you offended her. That means mission accomplished. Hang the banner. Oh, no, it can't be. 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 Oh, no, it can't be.
You watching the Super Bowl this weekend? Sweet, sweet. Uh, yeah. Nice, yeah. I'm just saying it for the commercials, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's weird. Anyway, uh, we know you made stupid garbs chili today, so that's yep. our soup of the day. Let's talk about the entree. It's really simple. Uh, a little buffalo chicken wrap. Okay, that sounds good. I actually think or I salad. could do that. Donnie, you want to go down and get a uh, wrap with me? We could talk about the show and our future. Okay. Yeah, sure. sure. All right. Yeah. yeah. There's Don't no take us for granted. You... Yeah. <laughs> There's no oh, I actually have a meeting here. tomorrow. Oh, oh wow. With, with the sea monster. Oh, what are you uh, going to slam your... Show me your thing that you do at the beginning. These are my demands. What do you do? You double <laughs> fist he it. He goes or I go. Hey! <laughs> Donna. All right, Brian. Right, Brian, Brian go. the radio. All right, yeah. Yeah, quit bugging us. He goes or I go. Not who, you. Who do you think you are? Fill in local names here. I love it. All right. Have a good day, everybody. Bye.